Welcome back to the A's and D's podcast. This is episode two. Today we'll be talking about anti-culture. So let's dive into it. Um, so how's everyone doing? How's your week been? Um, nothing, just working from home again. Um, not that I'm complaining. I actually like working from home. I always have. Um, I enjoy it. But yeah, there's n- nothing to do. Just a rainy cloud today. <laughs> Didn't you find it um, a bit sort of like, not strenuous, but like... Um, you're in your house it's just Monday re- to Monday. Yeah, usually. it's just repetitive, like, isn't it? Every day kind of like morphs into um, one gigantic, long, never-ending day that's dull and grey and rainy. <laughs> um, I'm not in my house Monday to Monday. I'd love to be. but You don't, don't want that, trust me. <laughs> I don't have that option. But I was just telling the girls... Well, I went to work. Um, there's nothing, nothing happening for my week. But I was just telling the girls how... I've got this one colleague, um, everyone's in the office, he brings out his food, <laughs> and it, first of all, it smells, oh, and he has these, like, yeah. really bad eating habits, like, he'll grab his meat, like, he's yeah. a proper African guy, <laughs> so he has everything, chicken, fish, everything, he brings it in, he grabs his meat, sucks up, nah, juice first, no. stop <laughs> it, no, stop no, it, no, no. and then he starts no, smacking, 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 and I know, no. I know, I know, I hate. I had a guy, um, one of my ex colleagues. Um, gosh, imagine listening to this podcast. But yeah, one of my ex colleagues. <laughs> yeah, used to sit next to me right in the morning. You know how you have your cup of tea at the office. This guy used to slur. Oh my God, every time I used to give him like, one dirty look. Yeah, <laughs> like stop it. One dirty look every morning. Like. I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, wait for the tea to cool down. Stop doing it. <laughs> Slurpers don't get hints, though. So. They really don't. I, the why is, do people do that? I know everyone's thinking it. Everyone's thinking it. But yeah, no, no, no one's, one's saying anything. It's because no we're, we're too polite. Obviously, I love eating corn nuts. And, <laughs> oh, <Chris. laughs> and we're just thinking about the crunch when you're eating it. And it's just like a really like loud crunch. You can never eat, like, you can never eat crisps or corn or anything like that quietly though especially because you can hear it at like 10 times volume in your head <laughs> i'm like i actually can't deal with myself right now but i want to enjoy it really that's probably because we're really aware of ourselves doing it this is why loud slurpers and chompers they're not self-aware they're, they're, not they're, they're living volume. they're, they're on low volume in terms of their chewing but definitely don't miss being in the office for all those reasons i want to <laughs> have my corn nuts loudly i don't want to hear people slurping in my ear or have to make coffees they don't have those moments where you're in an office and oh you're you know you're about to make a coffee and everyone's going to see you enter the office with it yes. so you politely ask it's no, a fake I don't want to make coffee no, no. it's not a real question it's does anyone want a cup of coffee no it's not even that I got told off for not asking I was like <laughs> what I was like, dude, do I have... He was like, oh, my God, you made a cup of tea and you didn't even make me one. Um, unfortunately, Corona stole my job, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have these working-from-home stories. To be fair, I did work from home before I was furloughed and then eventually lost my job. But, um, yeah, I don't miss it. I don't miss Zoom calls at all. It's not fun. My week has mainly been, like, applying for stuff. Very, very boring. I don't have been fun job hunting and... Um, it's not been fun in the pandemic at all, but it's got me back on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I had one of your interviews, actually, and I'm pretty sure one of your interviewers got a bed delivered and just <laughs> got interviewed. Yes. <laughs> That's so random. I liked her, though, because I was like, you're unprofessional, I can yeah. rock with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are the people that are also real, like, mate, I know we're working from home, but let's be serious. I'm also doing my laundry. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So let's not pretend, you know. We you all shower at lunchtime. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we do enough of this chat during the week. As we said, we're going to be talking about auntie culture. 
So when I talk about aunties and uncles, I'm not talking about your traditional parent siblings. In African culture, it's more like anybody in the community, anyone who's 10 years older than you can be your auntie or uncle. Um, also, anyone that's your cousins, your cousins are like five years or six years older than you, especially in Uganda, tend to act like they're your aunties as well. And you have to give them that special auntie treatment. And this is where the problem starts. It, get, it all gets a bit um, finicky. Literally any Tom, Dick or Harry can have a say in your life because they're the auntie or uncle and as we said it's not just relevant in the uk uganda and to be honest some other african cultures probably have the same issues now as a general caveat our aunties are really cool we go on holiday with them and we can have fun but you know there are those moments where you get relaxed and you get that one dagger in your back that you were not expecting i should have been aware of this from when i was quite young that aunties could just come up and say whatever they wanted i think i was quite naive and probably just ignored it um, I was definitely used to an auntie coming over telling me, oh, your boobs are growing mm-hmm. and making sure it's nice and loud for everyone else to hear. But I wasn't embarrassed enough yet yeah. to realize it was actually an issue. <laughs> but, you know, as you get older, you really realize they're trying to body shame or call you out. And to some yeah. degree, it's just not OK. And it all starts like, say, for example, like we'll, we'll be at church and uh, an auntie will come up to you. <laughs> And they'll talk about how they knew when you were little, watched you, you know, grow up. Not really, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they'll talk about how you were, you know, when you were younger. And then they'll be like, oh, my God, you've grown. And they'll comment, you know, uh, you know, like you said, Miss Nalakenge, on your boobs. And they'll comment, you know, and I guess you're high as well. But yeah. And at it, that point, they'll try to set you up with um, Uncle Jimmy's <laughs> <laughs> Literally, your entire being is up for discussion, like education, everything. They have a say. I've had a few um, scenarios, you know, experiences where an auntie um, commented on (laughs) my body and how much weight I had put on um, because they hadn't seen me for a while uh, or commenting on how my boyfriend feeds me, (laughs) which I think is... um, ridiculous like don't make those comments because they don't actually understand how that affects you um for example an auntie once said to me oh oh dana look at you um what have you been eating what has your boyfriend been feeding you yeah you look good but i didn't feel good when she said that it actually just upset me um because you're giving me a compliment but at the same time you're actually not do you do you ever wonder whether it's um i wonder whether they think it's a compliment but mom always says that if i don't tell you someone else will, oh yeah and the you classic won't like quote. It. so it's best <laughs> that you hear it from me and it just doesn't make sense but to she me. but she only says that when um it's something negative that you don't want to hear exactly. but when they're talking about body when they're saying oh what have you been eating? You look well. They love that word. You look very well. <laughs> are you Are you getting money? So that's what they associate it with in terms of... I, I've never had that. Are you getting There's money? a very thin line between <laughs> what is well and what isn't. It's like yeah. slim, thick, if, yeah. I'm, if that's a thing. I feel like your definition of well is not their definition of well. Yeah. I, I think their definition is if you look well, you're looking healthy. You're looking oomph. Like. I don't think so because I think... There's a certain weight where you're underweight and that's negative. And then there's a very, very, very fine line where it's that well that you're describing, Dukas. Um But um, <laughs> yeah, I just think anything other than that, it's like you're, you're overweight, you're unhealthy, 
you know, maybe you should go to the doctors. Have you been running? Oh, you're eating a lot of food today. It yeah. like slides into negativity quite easily, yeah. which is where I think the problem is because I don't think there's anything wrong with either any weight. Your body shouldn't be up for discussion. It is really what it shouldn't. is at the time. A hundred percent. And I think the issue here is that they think they have a right to vocalize their quote unquote concerns. Yeah. And that's a massive thing. They feel like they have the right to say it or if they don't say it, no one else will. And really they're helping you out in some way. Uh, I never get the, are you well comments, but I definitely get the, oh, have you tried intermittent fasting? (laughs) Oh, what are you eating there? And these are all very loaded comments. Like we know what you mean. And these aren't necessarily coming from, I mean, these comments are coming, could come from aunties that are family, but also aunties that don't know you, that you don't actually know. Um, like, how dare you? I think it's actually, it's also quite strange that it's mainly sort of like our people back home that will feel the need to sort of comment on your weight. Like, yeah. here in the UK, I've not had a single one of my friends um, or, like, also my cousins here, not one, not one of them would comment on your weight. But I don't know, is it because we're being too polite or is it back home that they feel the need to just tell you yeah. as they see it. But then also, like... I, I think, think they have the language that we have in Western terms. Just in, not in that way. <laughs> they have the language. <laughs> but we are quite polite in how we We are very British. We mince our words. We find mm-hmm. a way to describe everything and find the middle ground. And I think that African culture is just very black and white. Yeah, You're either too fat or too skinny. Yeah. There's no in between, so I don't think there's any rudeness about it. I just think it's a cultural yeah. situation, but I don't know why they feel like they can comment on it. Maybe in Ugandan culture, it's just it's open for discussion. That's why I think that's why I think we have the issue because I think our aunties or non-aunties, people that know our parents, <laughs> um, feel like they can comment on it because as we've experienced back home. Um, it isn't uncommon, like even people our age are commenting on our weight, not to offend, just as a comment. So going from that to then um, acclimatizing to this British culture where everything is offensive, I think it's really difficult. So they think even at home, why should they not be able to say it? And I don't always think it comes from a negative place. I I just do think that if we've commented on the fact that it's not positive for us, whatever the comment is, it's not positive for us. I think the issue is for me is... I wouldn't mind the comment if it was sort of true to an extent. Um, the reason why I say that is because previously when I went to Uganda and I was a size 10, they told me how much weight I had put on, how, what have I been eating, and um, who's feeding me, That's those sort of comments. Yeah. And literally the next time I went, I went back, I made sure that I lost all that weight just to make sure that I don't hear those comments. So I don't, sometimes I think they say things, but they don't really realize how it's sort of like damaging it could be to an individual. And it also plays on your mind, I think, after you hear something like that. The fact that you go back to the UK and then you want to completely work out and change how you look so that you don't hear them. But I don't think that even changes how how they speak. I don't know if they thought about it as Mm -hmm. deeply as you, which they probably should. But again, we've mentioned the cultural divides. Maybe for them, that's not even... A deeply concerning issue they just want to comment and they move on with their life which is kind of really difficult for you to take i wonder if they're actually self-conscious like people I in U- our cousins in uganda and our aunties who say these things do they feel the same way i haven't heard them say to each other or am yeah. i just not listening no they do, do I, they? i've heard my mum make comments um 
to other aunties and say, you know, putting a bit of, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of weight, like, what's going on? They do make comments to each other um, yeah. to say, you know, there's a little bit of here and there. Um, but what I was going to say is I find it strange because mom says that in Uganda, if you're basically like a big woman, like an older woman, you you're rich it shows richness and you're well <laughs> um you got a lot of money and stuff but but then if you're a younger older i mean younger big woman it's like i, I don't understand yeah it's, it's like it's, you're fat i don't basically. think those things add up i think no. aunties and parents love to teach whichever lesson suits the moment <laughs> so if it suits that you know being big is richness perfect but if you're too big I think a lot of the times aunties and parents can so contradict does that mean, themselves. Does that mean if you're skinny, you know, you're broke? You can't afford your meals. It depends That's on what, what the story is. I was about to say, like, equally, if you were too skinny, they'll still make a comment. So even if well, one day I got a comment saying, oh, you know, you've put on weight, and then I lost the weight, then the next comment will be, oh, you've lost weight, and it would still be in a negative light. But I've never um, taken those comments to be in a positive like at all because it was followed by laughter and i feel like are you mocking me <laughs> that <laughs> is true we do commenting on my way and then laughing at the same time it's 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 bizarre okay. a cousin who's the same age as me giving me a compliment then um not even a compliment no a cousin the same age as me saying you know oh you put on a little bit of weight and th- not a little bit oh you put on weight and then laughing um you're my age so you don't think i'm wealthy that's not what they're trying <laughs> no, to say. They're not trying to say I'm wealthy. They're trying to say you're big. But are you trying to say I'm big in a good way? I've, I, I've never felt that. I feel also, like they don't have some of those nuances that we have. And they have like this, to some degree, thicker skin. So we mm-hmm. kind of, we hear a comment, we take it. I don't want to say take it to heart because that invalidates it. We do it's take still it a heart. negative comment, but <laughs> we do take it to heart. And they have a thicker skin. I feel like if we said to them, oh, you're looking bigger, they'll be like, oh, like, am you. I? And then just like move on. Um, but I think yeah. those are again cultural, such huge cultural differences because they don't take it the same way we do, and that just says a lot. I think it's a lot more black and white. It's not that they're not self conscious in other respects, but they see weight as a bit more of a thing like you either are or you aren't. There's nothing to cry about. Mm-hmm. If if yeah. you are in Ugandan <laughs> culture deemed bigger than others or smaller than others, that is your body. So why are you, <laughs> why are you cry crying? Why are you going home to cry? You look like that. So <laughs> that's you. I think that's how it is actually taken because that's what I feel when they're saying it. The one thing I can comment on is when they are doing the crowds of laughter after the comments been made, they can see my face is straight. <laughs> Why are you laughing? We're not having... And this is like, you know, while, when they're commenting on our weight, then it would be, oh, the clothes that you're wearing, um, you know, that, that then becomes the next dis- discussion. Like, say, if, first of all, I was fat, and now I'm wearing a, you know, really tight dress, um, that's a whole different discussion then. It's like so you we're cannot, talking about... You cannot wear a tight dress if you're big. <laughs> I don't know. It's very contradictory the... half the time because one time I, I might get told, oh, you should wear like a nice fitting dress, bodycon, whatnot. I love me some bodycon. <laughs> if I say wear it, I will wear it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I can see why you say they're contradictory though, Dana, because like our aunties who are here anyway are like, the ones that came when they were a lot older, so they're trapped between two cultures. Every so often, they get really traditional and they like cover up, and you know this is the respectful way to dress, and you're in church. <laughs> and then like they bring out the other side, which has obviously been affected by them being in Western culture, which is like bring your boobs out, you know, <laughs> bodycon, bodycon, and they want to get you 
I don't know, married off at a wedding or something. So you just get caught in between those two and it depends what mood they're in. Honestly, the amount of times I've had, I've been told not to cover my cleavage is just <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> I don't, how do you feel about that when they actually tell you that? Because technically, if you think about it in a different kind of... <laughs> And a different kind of aspect. Um, it's sort of like you're trying. You're being sold off. Like, well, that, that <laughs> is the plan. That's always <laughs> that's always the plan. Yeah. It's like Any cattle, an arranged marriage. <laughs> Thing yeah. is, I feel kind of. Um, I'm fine when my mom gives that suggestion, but mm-hmm. knowing me, it's not gonna. What my outfit is is what my outfit's gonna be. Yeah. I'm not gonna change based on that. So. Um, sadly, we took that attitude to Uganda when we went on holiday together, <laughs> and it's a whole minefield over there because you can try and keep your own outfit and think you look good, but they will let you know if they don't like it. The last time we went, we found that um, we couldn't wear like short, like shorts or short skirts, basically anything above knee length. It's sort of frowned upon. So just to mm. put it... Cooler, you said daytime. Does it change at night time? <laughs> yes, 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 it does. does. But like after at night time, you lay it all out. Um, um, I don't know. I found that last time... I guess when I was young, I went to Uganda then. I didn't really pay attention to it. But the last time I went, um, I noticed that some... not Well, some girls that you know live in uganda it was okay like they could get away with it but me uh you know coming in as a i guess uh, a tourist or a foreigner this is my home but i'm st- still treated like a foreigner um i come in i can't wear uh, a short skirt or i can't wear shorts even though it's boiling hot um i can't get away with that and i'm not i'm not so sure why that is like how do they sniff me out I know that. They can smell your they scent, baby. That, um, they can see the legs. You don't live in the you, you don't live in Uganda, so you don't get to wear the short shorts. Like those how legs look like UK legs. <laughs> <laughs> Cover them up. Honestly, when we went to the hairdressers and stuff, they know immediately. I haven't even opened my mouth and I'm thinking, "Ooh, I'm passing free Ugandan that lives in Uganda." No, no, nah, they know. It's like they look at you and they know. So if you're trying to walk down the street, I remember that we went. I think to. Um, old park car park or something i can't actually remember but one of the busy 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 markets in uganda and i think i must have been wearing like a short dress not and i'm not talking like mini mini it must have been just a little bit above the knee but that gets me called names and i'm not so sure why that is and it it usually would come from older men or older women so it won't I've never noticed, got, gotten it from uh, somebody who looked my age, but the older aunties and uncles uh, will feel the need to comment. Um, I think one day I got told to go back to my country. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that is confusing. That is that. Which, which I obviously said, um, <laughs> this, this is, is my country. country. I'm here. Yeah, but, um, but... Dana, that reminds me of um, a similar situation that happened to me. I was with my cousin and we were just going to, because I was doing law at the time, so he was showing me the courts in Uganda. And um, we're just going, we're just walking on the road and literally this, I don't know if it was a beggar, but I think someone on the street sitting on the floor felt the need to tell my cousin in Luganda, um, oh, oh yeah, oh your mute, oh, oh your musambwa. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, wait, Gokis, did you just say they called you a dog? I don't even know. No, it's not a dog. No. <laughs> I thought it was something it, about kicking. They, no, the it's, like, um, it's basically like uh, sort of. <laughs> 
how do I explain? It's not a ghost, but it's basically <laughs> someone that comes out at night and they come to a like, night dancer. Yeah, a night, night dancer. dancer. I don't even I know. I thought it was a cannibal. Mate, I don't even know how to explain what a night dancer is because no, I don't a know it myself. Guys, but guys, it's a woman wait, of the wait, night, aka Kimura. <laughs> There's a there's a program for all those who don't know what Night Dancer is on BBC iPlayer about night dancers in Uganda. If you want to check it out, <laughs> free promotion. Thanks yeah. for that promotion, David. Um, yeah, so I was I was like to him, what did what did he just call me? He said like, don't worry. But then he told me so like, yeah, he called you like it's sort of like a night dancer, like a witch, like a it, it's it's a like mix. <laughs> Mate, I feel it's like sorry, think. Based, I feel like maybe what you were wearing. My understanding when you just say that, um, I feel like he was calling you a witch, a prostitute witch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was that combination. That. The I was, <laughs> you're both. <laughs> I was actually wearing like um, a short. It wasn't that short. It was literally just slightly above the knees, and I had like fishnet fishnet tights. So maybe right. that, like that, that was the invitation. Wearing those fishnets, guys. And the chick of it, mate, you're sitting on the street, yeah, and you're here calling me names. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, I think it's to do like a lot to do with the fact that we're from the UK. Like maybe they think, like initially, that we're not going to be very traditional and stuff, and we already think we're all that. Like yeah. we live in a completely different place. Like we're just coming here on a little holiday. We're not actually Ugandan, Ugandans. So I think that's what's like spears some of that on, like the idea that we'll be a bit more like US and UK culture. Yeah, and the idea that they have to almost put us in our place. This happened in the village at these <laughs> girls' graduation to me. Can I thought I looked really cute, but in front of family, yeah. Anne had friends after the after party. Yeah, I'm wearing the cutest play suit. And we're at graduation. Everyone thinks that you know. Well, I thought I looked really cute. Um, but I'm getting all this attention because I guess they're kind of like it's a place so they're shorts and my legs mm-hmm. are out but I didn't think it was an issue no one really told me it's an issue next thing I know all these little kids from the village have run in and they start following me they're not part of the party at all we don't even know who they are but they start like following me around in a circle and trying to slap me on the bum <laughs> trying to assault me in front of everyone and I was just like um, what is going on and this is the point when I would expect someone to like at least say something about my short clothes, but it just got bizarre because they just kept kind of touching my bum. Yeah. Very, very strange, basically. But then they kept the comments for, like, later mm-hmm. when they laid into us, how dare you wear all of that, you're embarrassing your grandmother, yada, yada, yada. Oh, my God. She was fine, this. by the way. No, she the, was fine. No, the, the funny, enjoyed my grandmother was chilling. The funny thing with that, one of our cousins was also wearing a short dress, but maybe because she lived in Uganda, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, But for same some thing. reason, it wasn't okay for us. Do they think that we're not being respectful or... I, yeah, don't, but know. I, can't. I, don't, I don't think hers was that short. It was above the knee. No. Um, it, mm-hmm. it was above the knee, but I don't think it was that short. And I think it's a thing where it's like, in Uganda, the women are generally modest. I, they dress modestly in the daytime. I don't know if it's because um, it's a very religious country. So people just do, you know, they just know how to cover up or something. <laughs> I don't know what the issue is behind it, but I really don't think it's things to do with the fact that we're from the uk i yeah. think people there i honestly when i was walking around in the daytime the women but were not wearing minis i i disagree with that because i have seen on instagram you girls in uganda they're not wearing maxi dresses every day or maxi skirts or trousers yeah but uh, on so instagram you can take a photo i mean i don't i don't know if that's credible 
because it's just instant. You're taking a photo. Mm. I think but, I also disagree because we even saw some we of our saw them. And shorter items than me. We I did. mean, with me, I'm a curvy type, so I can see because of <clears throat> that cultural like polarized language, which is too too skinny, too fat. If a curvy girl wears something shorter. They're going to talk about it. It's going to look different on someone who's too skinny. I just don't So understand. that's when I think those things come into play. But yeah, I, I do think they're trying to call us just, out or put us in our place, maybe. I just don't understand why in the it's only frowned upon in the daytime. <laughs> At nighttime, mm-hmm. what is the difference? The same type of people are going to see after me. Party after party is the difference. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I also think... mash up the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because we were having a family party. That's about, like, fair enough if they're making those comments and... Mm. Um, there's people in Uganda slightly more modest than us. Although I have seen it in Uganda, people wearing short stuff. It's weird in your own in your own space with your own family for it to be an issue. Yeah. That's a bit I didn't understand because I mean, who if they're worried about us trying to attract people or us getting ruining their name, we're only in their company. Yeah, That's very true. Uh, to be fair, they did give us quite a few warnings, and we had a scenario where we went from the capital city, which is Kampala, to an area called Kalangala, which is a small like tropical looking island and obviously we went there with our western confidence wore our shorts we're just like forget about it we're not with family anymore we can do what we want but that's when we saw what like outsiders um thought of us in terms of what we wore because they were not afraid to come up to us and like shout worse than even how our family and these aunties and uncles in uganda talk about us so i think maybe in some ways could that be them even though they say it in horrible comments um without with our, in our family could that yeah. be them trying to protect us from the outside world who you know were coming pretty close to us and getting quite aggressive yeah i actually i was actually freaked out like i was actually scared but at the same time i didn't want someone to tell me i was definitely not scared <laughs> no too. i was scared like was the, who knows shouting. what they could have done like we were on this island we they could have done anything they know where where we're staying our little um rental areas just that have little cuts <laughs> and these are locals they could have just ganged up with each other and you know go get these girls who are wearing shorts cuts and shorts no but i think uh to go back to the whole wearing short stuff in uganda if we wear minis here it's not a problem even when we're with, we're with our family but yes if we wear um minis in uganda even when you're with your family it's... they're from the actual like they're from uganda like they've got different ideas of what um what how we should dress it's not like it was your you know your your actual immediate relative who you live with here that was telling you yeah oh, that's you shouldn't be wearing true. that do you get what i mean yeah, yeah. that's actually yeah. very very true so and it doesn't apply to every cousin i think sometimes our peers i i had different relationships where everyone was like yeah you look good like the ones I had good relationships with, but then there's other people who aren't so close who feel like they they can say more. Could that yeah. be a jealous thing? Then? I was gonna say they're jealous, man. <laughs> Could it jealous. be that? I mean, you're too hot for good. So you're looking... Maybe, baby. <laughs> Haters, you're looking good. But um, I just don't. I still don't get it. Why it's just well in the other African countries that I've been to, they don't have that sort of perspective. Um, I'm able to like wear short things during the daytime, literally wear whatever I want when I'm in Ghana, but I don't get it why in Uganda, I'm not able to do that. Is it because you're going to sort of, I don't know. I don't know. To be um, honest, I think each country has their own, um, different individual cultures and mm. maybe something that's standard mm. in Uganda that we wouldn't get in trouble for. We might get in trouble for in Ghana. Like you can't know. Exactly. So it yeah. might be why it's different. And it also might be based on the influx of tourism. And I, 
that shouldn't be the factor that changes things. But I think you have to adapt a lot, adapt a lot more when more different kinds of people are coming into your country. Mm-hmm. Sure, not yeah. to say that there's not tourism in Uganda. There's great tourism. But some of the Western African countries get a lot more of that. So they have no time in terms of the money they're making um, to start <laughs> to being be uptight and yeah. impose stuff on you. They're making good money from these tourists. So yeah, do what you like. And guys, just um, a little caveat. Um, this is just taken from our experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From what the last time that we went to Uganda. So it might be different today. I don't actually know. I haven't experienced anything recent. So I can't comment on what it is like today. But from past perspective this is what happened i just thought everyone should know that before getting attacked like, yeah, yeah. so true and remember everyone who's listening we do have a great time in uganda we like we yeah. wear what we like on a night out as we said it changes apparently <laughs> after six o'clock when the cocktails come out <laughs> no one's telling us what to do we wore what we like we had a great time out there um it's just in the daytime i think there's a some things to be mindful of and you there. can still wear whatever you want in your own home, um, and also wherever who's you're going to stop you in your home. Yeah, like, who is who's coming for you? Who's picking up your clothes and putting on like a backseat? Yeah, let me finish my sentence. You can wear whatever you want in your own home, and also to the destination you're going to. Sounds like a lot of rules. I want to Kula. not have rules when I'm on holiday. Like, I'm on holiday to have a good time, to relax. I don't want to be thinking about am I going to get jumped just because I wore shorts today? <laughs> Jump, <laughs> <guys. you> know? <laughs> Wow. Also, guys, funny how they don't have any, there's no standards for males. Like, there's no t shirt that you can't wear or like nothing. Shorts, Shorts, there's nothing. Yeah. The males could walk out um, shirtless. No one's going to say anything. Everyone's going to be admiring that body. So, why is it different? Why can't women wear what they want? Men can. Why is that? In Uganda, I don't think, you know, things have moved on. Uh, as much as the western world where it's like equality this equality that um it's not (laughs) it's really not the same they're still in the you know woman stays at home cooks blah 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 man goes to work that's what it is bread man is the breadwinner that's it and everything about the man just you know you get what i mean i wouldn't say that's the whole of uganda maybe just certain um people might have that sort of perspective why do i struggle with that word might have that sort of um perspective in their minds but um most obviously the younger generation have definitely moved on from that are you sure about that because i do have a cousin who i remember (laughs) saying um that he's gonna go to work woman has to stay at home cook blah 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 yeah i i i think a lot of the actions like the reasons why there are no imposed um clothing rules for males that's all like rooted in sexism but i don't think that the whole country is like not about equality or anything like that I just think that some of the old-fashioned traditional notions of male and female are still in some actions. Like, I wouldn't say the working population, there's loads of women at home and the males are going out to get the money. But I do think that the saying that male, males don't have any restrictions on what they wear and females do is sexist. So it's all undercut. It's all in there. They're allowed to show off what they've got. They're allowed to show off what their mama gave them. It's such a double standard, honestly. And we also, well, I remember a scenario when we were in Uganda where a cousin who was closer to my age, so old enough to go to a club, was told she couldn't. (laughs) But her younger brother, who was about four years, three years younger, I think, was allowed to go to the club. So like the example you said, it's just a mad double standard. 
age doesn't even always mean you can go because of yeah. your gender. But to be honest, it doesn't stop there. Because remember when we were in New York? Um, <laughs> With our aunties Kula- again. <laughs> <laughs> we Having never time. Kula is laughing because she knows. We love to go on holiday with these aunties. Yeah. Um, at, this, at this point, Kula was about 24, 25, fully grown woman. We went on a night out. Um, she met a guy. She went on a date with him. Um, and she didn't come back the next morning. <laughs> Honestly, the drama surrounding that event, it's like, you'd think she was 16. <laughs> so I was not there, so I don't know what was going on. But um, all I, in the morning when I woke up, I saw a lot of text messages and a lot of phone calls, missed calls. And um, I was thinking, what's going on? So I started rushing, getting out of the guy's house, getting into a taxi, trying to get home. Why am I rushing on holiday? Our parents were acting like Liam Neeson taken. Like, it was dramatic. <laughs> like, who did she go with? How do you know they're not going to kidnap her? I'm like, come on. She's a grown woman. Yeah, I mean, be careful. Don't get kidnapped, obviously. I don't think anyone says but, to be kidnapped. <laughs> but seriously, it was just so bizarre how they reacted that she didn't, she didn't come home. I remember they said something like, or, you know, when you go out, when you meet someone, you don't always have to turn into the dessert. <laughs> <laughs> they but, you know, now that. she's turned into a dessert. Um, Maybe I want to be the dessert. Yeah. <laughs> also, why can't Dockers eat the dessert? Why does she <laughs> have to be eaten? Dessert. You can get eaten if you want. <laughs> We're grown women. We know how to take care of ourselves. And I know for sure that they would not be saying the same thing to my brothers if he mm-hmm. disappeared on a night out they'll be like that's his business he's having a good time he's enjoying <laughs> he's himself. on holiday he can have dessert apparently <laughs> rest of us need to stop for him. <laughs> i wonder if they had um one night stands i mean mm. uh, devil's advocate I, I bet they did but they they did they're humans <laughs> i know they d- i know they definitely turned up our parties the one i'm to be at like i'm just snacking to other people's parties so I'm and sure they yeah, had. Probably didn't go home either. We don't Ooh. get this from nowhere. No. Exactly. <laughs> what I'm saying. And I'm sure they could keep more secrets because now we have phones. They can keep, try and keep track of us. But I'm imagining the dynamic between them and their parents. They could just disappear. No one would know where they were. No one could say anything to them. Well, yeah, that's how I see it anyway. My <laughs> argument is that they taught us to be this way. Also, if or when we have children, we're not exactly going to tell them this and be like, yeah, have as many one nights. To be honest, I might. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, live your life. I'm going to hold you to that. (laughs) I probably won't, but I'll tell them to live their life, but um, maybe stay away from them when it's done. But um, Miss Nawakanga, yeah, that's a good thought um, as to whether they sort of um, had the same type of relationship with like... um, their parents and um if they were able to sort of like stay out late and come back after curfew <laughs> yeah, my, imagine they had curfew yeah my impression is that it was a lot stricter and some of the personal relationships were like they weren't as close as we might be to them mm. so some of these conversations weren't had i think it was just kind of almost implied like you shouldn't be behaving like that you shouldn't do that mm. so i do think in some ways they've come a long way in understanding us and us being able to come back and be like, yeah, and what? <laughs> I don't think that they would have had that, but that is also partially why they f- might frown, frown upon it or be worried about it because they didn't do it in the same way firsthand. Yeah, yeah they definitely had to drastically change with this cross-culture <laughs> that we'd we be talking about um, and slightly change their perspectives and be more vocal with us and 
to have us even tell our secrets or be honest with them, they can't be the same way I'm guessing that their parents were. Mm. They have to sort of adapt, but I guess there is still a bit of traditional deep down mm. inside of them. They've also found themselves to be a bit more open in terms of some of the discussions that we have with them. I can imagine that they probably didn't feel as comfortable with their parents like, talking about a boy they like or mm. um, sex. They probably had a general sex discussion about the bees I and the birds. I don't even know about that. I don't, I don't think they had that with their parents and they've had to learn to have that open uh, dialogue with their you know, with, with their children about sex, about relationships, about going out and not coming back. <laughs> Casual <laughs> That's dating. True. It's, 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 it's true. And you are you are right. They they do struggle with the cross cultural dynamic, but it is what it is, man. I think they're open to a certain extent extent. Because there's certain things that we still feel like okay, we can discuss this with them, but then the reaction we get we realize that ooh, maybe it's a too Cross much. Cross the line. <laughs> too far. <laughs> Cross the line. <laughs> too far. Too much. Once you've crossed the line, vagina gate is what she's yes. trying to get into. <laughs> oh my god, vagina yeah. gate. <laughs> there was a point when we used the term vagina, and honestly, the looks we got just it's, wasn't okay to use that was word. A whole conversation. It was too graphic a word, yeah. I guess. But, I mean, what else do you call it if it's a vagina? But I do feel like you can say, you know, vagina or whatever, if it's just you and your mom or something, you can just say, mm-hmm. you can just say the word, but if there's a male figure or someone around, then it's like, they're embarrassed that you're saying the word and he, I, I don't even know how to connect the dots, but it's like, <laughs> they're embarrassed that he's hearing it and you're saying it, the word, you're saying the word and in yeah. front of them. I think yeah, the biggest yeah. thing is perception. So although they want to advance and take these steps forward and have these kind of open relationships that they didn't have in the past with their own parents, grandparents, whatever, and kind of move forward as a generation, and by doing that, we move forward, there's still the traditional perceptions that they are so aware of that almost like they flinch and pull back. So they can be like, oh my God, that's uncomfortable now because someone else is here to see me like talking in this modern way <laughs> and I don't want to be perceived to not be traditional so I think there is again a massive fight between the two absolutely anyways aunties are mad complex I hope some of you out there are able to relate to some of the topics we discussed today thank you for listening bye, bye.